Unbelievable, what a wild countdown it was. Welcome everyone. It's so good to see you all. Hands up if you were here at Holiday Club this week. Big cheer. Hey. Woo. Wow, lots of you. There we so go. Cool. It's so good to see you all. And a big welcome, a big welcome this morning. If this is your first time here at Oakall Church, we're so glad that you're here this morning. You're so welcome. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Charis. And we're both on the team here at O'Call, and we just want to say a big welcome. Thanks so much for coming. And we've got a great morning ahead of us. We will be having a bit of a recap about all the things that went on at Holiday Club this week. We will have some extra Oak Olympic challenges. Ooh, there we go. I'll try that one again. There we go. We're warming up. We're warming up. Here. Olympic challenges. Ooh. Ooh, there we go, there we go. We've got some activities. We'll have some songs that we'll have actions to. And we'll also have a bit of the Bible read out to us. And we'll hear more about the most amazing person, Jesus. Yes, and just to say, if you've got children between the ages of not to four, then there, are, there is a creche and our sparklers team uh, just through the doors and down the corridor behind us. Um, if they get a bit fidgety and want to head out at any point. And there's also toilets just down the corridor behind me. If you head down there, there's uh, gents and ladies. If you need a toilet anytime, please head out there. It's just there. And if you need an accessible toilet, then they're just around the right-hand side of the cafe area there too. And normally we would live stream our services to YouTube, but just to let you all know, we're not doing that today. Um, we'll be recorded and the talks and the songs will be available at a later date. Well, we've got lots to look forward to. It's going to be a great morning with prizes and everything else involved. But as we start our morning here at Oakall, we love to start by acknowledging that we come for a great God and we want to speak to him and say thank you so much for this time that we have together. So we're going to pray now, which is simply speaking to our amazing God. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we thank you so much uh, that we get this time to come together and uh, spend this time having lots of fun, singing, and also hearing about your amazing love. And we pray that this morning uh, we would be able to all see a bit of that. And so we pray you'd really bless us as we meet together. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to invite our reading for today. We've got Coral, Emily, and Lucy are coming to read to us from Philippians chapter 2, and we're reading verses 5 to 11. Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ, who being in very nature, God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus, is, Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the God the Father. Amazing. Thank you so much for reading that out. Thank you. Brilliant. Well, as we, as Charles comes to open up the first part of that Bible reading that we had, let us pray. 
Our Father, we thank you so much that we get to open up your word and to hear more of the amazing news about who Jesus is and what he's done. And we pray that we would all find that such an encouragement as we find out more about this amazing news. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Dan. Well, this morning we're looking at a book in the Bible called Philippians. Now, it's not written by a guy called Philip, but actually by someone called Paul. And Paul really loves Jesus. And this book of the Bible is a letter that he's written to other people who really love Jesus to tell them more amazing things about him. Now, in Philippians, Paul is talking a lot about being humble. Now, it's a bit of a strange word, isn't it? We might be wondering what that means. Well, there was a man called C.S. Lewis, who you might have heard of. He wrote the Narnia series. And he explained being humble as this. He said, being humble is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. I'll just say that again so we've got it. Being humble is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. It's an attitude that puts what you want to the side and seeks after what others need first. So we'd be humbling ourselves if we did the washing up for our parents instead of running off to watch the TV show that we want to watch. That's what being humble is. So Paul says that being humble is at the heart of what it means to follow Jesus. Why? Well, Paul says that the reason is because it's the heart of who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for us. And we heard that in a bit of the Bible that the girls read out to us, and I'll just read a bit of it again. It says, In your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Jesus is the king. He is God himself, and yet he humbled himself by coming down to earth to be like us. The almighty king of heaven, God's champion, suddenly found himself in a poor and needy family. The king knew what it meant to be weak, what it meant to suffer, to feel pain, and talk about being first to last. You know, it reminds me of a TV program you might have seen called Undercover Boss. And this was where the manager of a really big company would go undercover, put on a wig, put on some glasses, and they'd pretend to be someone new who wants to work in the company. Now, boys and girls, I know that's a bit of an old TV program. You probably haven't seen it. might be wondering what it's about. So I thought maybe we can uh, imagine it like this. Imagine your teacher at school coming in one day in disguise, in their school uniform, pretending to be a pupil in your class. And thinking about that, I've actually got a bit of a challenge for you. So if I can invite some students up onto the stage now. I've uh, invited some here today. And um, they're in their school uniform. They've got their shirt and their tie on. If you want to come and just stand in a row here, so facing the front. Thank you. Just face the front, and that's it. And um, I want to see if, if you can work out who the teacher, the undercover teacher is <laughs> in this lineup that we've got here. Now, I know it's tricky because they're all, they're all in their uniforms. They've all got their ties on. You might think, oh, Esther looks very smart. She might be a teacher. Zach's very tall. He could be. Well, who do we think? Who do we think the teacher is? Who do you want to, does anyone want to hazard a guess? Yes, Theo. Oh, I don't know. I just can't work it out. Maybe, oh, it might be right. Could our teacher take a step forward for us, please? 
It was Stephen. Hey, well done. Thanks, guys. You can sit back down. We had you there, didn't we? You didn't know. We didn't know because he was undercover. Well, thank you, guys. Well, it sounds crazy, doesn't it, that the manager, the top person in a business, would become the bottom person, or that a teacher, or even a head teacher, might pose as a pupil in a class. But, you know, that's just a teeny tiny glimpse of what it's like for Jesus, the King of Heaven, to come down to earth to become a servant and to serve us of all people. But Jesus wasn't quite so undercover because actually he showed everyone just who he was. And he showed that he was God by the miracles that he did. He calmed a storm. And we heard about that this week, didn't we? If you were at Holiday Club, he calmed a storm. He multiplied bread. He even raised the dead. And God really has come down in Jesus. So that's who Jesus, God's champion, really is. And we're going to pick up what happened next a bit later on. But before we do that, we're going to sing one of the songs that we sang this week on Holiday Club. So I'm going to invite the junior leaders up to do the actions with me. And if you were, uh, if you were a child at Holiday Club, you might want to come along and stand at the front to show the adults the actions. Uh, but we're going to sing a song called God of Wow. And it just talks about how amazing and powerful God is. He's so amazing and powerful that sometimes all we can say is wow. So I'm going to need everyone to stand up. Get your air guitars ready. And we're going to sing God of Wow. Do you want to come stand here? Just say wow. wow! 
amazing How could this be? I say, whoa You're more than I could ever, ever dream You're the God of wow Thank you, everyone. Some great actions, great air guitars going on there. I'd like to see it. Well, I'm now going to hand over to James with the next part of our service this morning. Amazing. Well, we've seen so far, haven't we, this morning, that Jesus is the king of heaven, and yet he has humbled himself, entering into our hurting and our broken world. He became like you and me, didn't he? He became human. But why, you might be asking, why would Paul say that Jesus humbled himself to death? In our passage that the girls read out earlier, it said, and being found in, a, in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. It's one thing to humble yourself to just become a servant for a week maybe, but to humble yourself to death? Death on a cross of all things? It's a bit far, isn't it? Did Jesus need to show his humility that much? But Jesus didn't die to win the most humble award. His death wasn't an unexpected end of the story. His death was a rescue. But how? How could something so horrific be called a rescue? Well, even though Jesus' life could be summed up by humility... The same can't be said for us, especially when it comes to God. Because God gives me everything. He gives me life. He gives me breath in my lungs. And yet, when it comes to loving God and, and living his way, I don't want that. I don't want to do that. The Bible sums up that attitude towards God by saying, we all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. We believe that our way is the best way. We want to be king and not God. And that attitude towards God is the very heart of sin. We learned this at Holiday Club, didn't we, this week, boys and girls, that sin is shove off God, I'm in charge, no to your rules. And that leaves us in a desperate situation before God. We've rejected him, we've rejected him as king. Therefore... It means that God gets, deserves to reject us. Because he's the king and rules over everything, he deserves to punish us for rejecting him. This is what we should expect from God. 
But what does God do? Paul says God comes down in the person of Jesus. He humbles himself, humbles himself to death. And the death that Jesus dies on the cross wasn't just a tragic mistake. It was a rescue that we all need. Jesus steps in on the cross. Jesus takes on himself the punishment that our sin, our rejection of God, deserves. You know that bit in the Bible I just read out? It says, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. Well, the very next bit says, but the Lord has laid on him, speaking about Jesus, the iniquity, that's the sin of us all. The Lord has laid on Jesus the sin of us all. Jesus humbles himself so that he could rescue us, so that the sin that separates us from God could be removed, so that we could be totally and completely forgiven before God. It's the best news that we could possibly hear this morning. And that's not the end of the story. We're going to hear more about that in a few minutes. We're going to hear the end of the story in a few moments. But before we do, we're going to sing a song, a song that speaks of Jesus taking the punishment for our sin, for your sin, for my sin. Jesus takes it on himself, takes that punishment so that we didn't have to. Oh, do please do stand if you're able, and let's sing together, Man of Sorrows.
Brilliant. Well, please do take a seat. And isn't that amazing? We're beginning, aren't we, this morning to just get a picture of this amazing news about who Jesus is and and what he's done and, and the impact that that has for each and every one of us. Amazing words that we've been able to sing about of Jesus' great love for us on that cross. And we're going to look a bit more a bit later on. Well, I've got a question. Does anyone here like roller coasters? Does anyone like roller coasters? Hands in the air if you like roller coasters. Wow, quite a few fans of roller coasters. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm not so keen. But, you know, we've got some roller coaster fans. I want to say this morning that, that actually this bit of the Bible that we've been looking at is a bit like a roller coaster. You see, we start off and actually Paul shows us who Jesus is and he's so high. He, he's God himself. He's the king of heaven. He's God's champion. There's no one greater. He's the best. And yet there's this big drop that Paul tells us. And Paul says that Jesus, he comes down and down and down and down and down until, as we heard James say, he gets no, he can't get any lower. Jesus dies. From Jesus being the highest, he now becomes the lowest. And well, Paul has something amazing to tell us because the story doesn't end there because actually that bit of the Bible that we had read out to us right back at the beginning, it tells us that something dramatic happened after Jesus had died. Paul says, therefore, God exalted him, Jesus, to the highest place. Suddenly, Jesus is alive again. He's been exalted. That means he's been brought back to life. He's beaten death. He is the champion over everything. We are now shooting back up the other side of the roller coaster. We're now at the highest place again. Jesus having been as low as he could possibly be on that cross that we were singing about earlier, he is now at the highest place. No one more glorious, no one more greater than King Jesus. And Paul ends by writing that. Let me read out the last bit that we had in our reading. It says, therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him, Jesus, the name that is above every name, that in the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wow. I mean, what a description that is of who Jesus is. You know, we heard a quote earlier from a guy called C.S. Lewis, And we heard that, the guy who wrote the Narnia series. And actually, C.S. Lewis writes something about this bit of the Bible that we just had read out. And he says this about Jesus. He says, I am trying here to prevent, I'm trying here to stop anyone from saying the really foolish thing that people often say about Jesus. I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. C.S. Lewis says, that is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things that Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would be a lunatic on the level with a man who thinks he's a poached egg, or he would be the devil. C.S. Lewis says, you must make your choice. Either Jesus was and is the son of God, or else he was a madman. Or something even worse. Lewis says you can shut him up for a fool. You can, you can spit at him. Even kill him as a demon. Or 
as our passage in the Bible says, you can fall on your feet and call him Lord and God. And Lewis ends by saying, but let's not come to him with any patronizing nonsense about him being just a great human teacher. He said he's not left us open to that. He did not intend to. Wow. Those are strong words, right? But from that bit of the Bible that we heard ran out to us about Jesus, you can understand kind of why C.S. Lewis says something like that. Paul says that Jesus is Lord. He is the king of everything. And Paul says one day everyone is going to see it. A bit like we heard about Undercover Boss. I love that show. But a bit like Undercover Boss right at the end and you get the great reveal. And everyone finally sees that the person that they were training is now their CEO or, or boss or manager. Well, actually, Paul says that actually in just the same way, Jesus is going to reveal himself to be the king. And every eye is going to see and every knee is going to bow. And just like undercover boss, that's great news if you love the boss. But it's a bit terrifying when he gets revealed. And actually, you've treated him horribly. And you've rejected him. And all of this means that this is massive news for all of us. Again, we've seen this morning that God is good. God is so loving and perfect. And that means that actually he can't ignore our sin. He can't sweep it under the rug like nothing ever happened. Otherwise, God wouldn't be good, would he? Our sin has to be dealt with. But this morning, we've been seeing that the great king has come down and he's humbled himself and he's got to the lowest point ever. He humbled himself in the greatest way we could ever know, serving us, people like you and me, that have gone our own way, rejecting him so that he could die and all of our sin could be dealt with. It could be removed forever and ever, once and for all, and we could know a rescue that he provides. And yet Paul, he kind of ends with this really triumphant, we've gone from the roller coaster, haven't we? we started, we've gone down, but Paul ends by saying, Jesus, he's the greatest. And Paul ends that way, it's a bit like he's turned the tables by showing us how great and glorious Jesus is, and he almost asks us a question. He says, having seen how Jesus has humbled himself for us, it's almost like Paul asks us, well, will we humble ourselves before Jesus. Well, we turn from our hearts that says to God, you know, I'm in charge. I want to go my way. God, get out of the picture. And will we actually turn and say, actually, no, Jesus, you're in charge. You're the king. Because I really want us to go away with just asking ourselves this one question. And that is, what king this morning can you think of that is like Jesus? What king is like Jesus? A king that puts self-interest, himself to the side, and he humbles himself for you and for me so that we don't have to stand before him guilty one day, but we can stand before him forgiven, knowing that we are some of the most loved people in this entire universe. And Jesus gave his life so that you and I could be with him forever one day. How amazing is that? And you know, Jesus isn't a tyrant. He's not an angry or a brutal dictator. He's the most loving king that we could ever imagine this morning. And that's why this is the greatest news that we could ever hear. And so we've all turned our own way. But this morning, Jesus, full of love and grace, calls us to turn to him and to find the forgiveness, the love, 
and life that is found and that he alone can offer. Well, we're going to sing another song as we draw our time together to a close. And it's a song that we learned on Holiday Club. It, it had some actions that we're going to do. So boys and girls, you can come to the front. Leaders, I'm going to need you, need you to come up and show these actions. We heard it actually playing as the photos were coming up on the screen. It's a song that's called Home. And it says, yes, I'm running home. And Jesus will bring me safely home. We've heard about a king who's risen, who's victorious. And actually he offers everyone who turns to him the chance to be with him forever in his most amazing kingdom. And so we say, yes, I am running. I'm running home because there's a home waiting for us with him, the Lord Jesus, one day. So let's stand as the band play home.
have some great actions there. Thank you, guys. Brilliant. Well, Charis, unfortunately, that brings us towards the end of our time together. Oh. I know. Sad oh, times. Thank you, everyone. That was the right reaction. <laughs> there we go. Well done. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, just to close, again, we just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who came to Holiday Club. We hope you had the best time. There we go, there we go, there we go. We had the best time. And there's lots of things. We're just going to, Charis will say in a few moments' time, some of the things that carries on uh, here at Blast Kids. We don't just do holiday clubs during the summer. We do stuff right the way through the week. Uh, But just to say that there's just a few things to note before we end our time and we, the band, play us out. And that is on your seats, you would have seen this, this little leaflet. It's called The Real Jesus. That's a gift free of charge to you uh, to take home. And it just explains in simple ways what the good news about Jesus is all about. And we'd love for you to take it home and read it. Also on your way out, there's a, red, a little red book. And it's actually an account of Jesus' life that is found in the Bible. It's called the Book of Mark. It literally records Jesus' life. And you're more than welcome to take one of those away from home and read about Jesus uh, for yourself. We've also got uh, a Christianity Explore course that's starting this term. It's an opportunity, again, to find out this amazing news about Jesus. And so if you would really love to ask any question Uh, anything at all about Jesus or about faith or anything like that, then this is a really good opportunity to do that. So if you'd like to sign up for that uh, Christianity Explored series, then do come and speak to myself or Charis, or do send an email to us in the church office, and we'd love to help you with that. Yes, so there's lots going on for the adults. There's also lots going on for the children and youth, as Dan mentioned. So from the 10th of September, so it's not this Friday coming, it's the one after, we'll be back on our Friday night club. So we've got Blast Kids, which is from 5.15 to 6.30. That's for anyone in years reception to year five. And that's just full of, well, a bit like this week, really, a bit of a taster. We have lots of games, challenges. We hear more about Jesus Uh, This term, we're going to be ethic explorers, so there's lots to look forward to with that. Prizes to be won as well. It's all sorts of fun. Um, There'll also be Blast Focus, which is for years 6 to 9, which is from 6.45 till 8 p.m., and then for our teenagers, years 9 to 12, we've got Destination um, from 8 till 10. So Fridays are our jam-packed fun evenings here at Oak Hall, so if you want to know more about that and how to book on, you can check our website. Amazing. And we've also got amazing stuff happening each Sunday here at Oakle. Obviously, this is a bit of a big event celebrating everything that's happened at Holiday Club. But from next week, next Sunday, we're going to be moving back to one service. We did have two services at 9, 30, and 11. But from next week, next Sunday, we're moving back to one service at 10, 30. Uh, 10, 30. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Go <laughs> up for 10, 30. There we go. And we'll also have opportunities afterwards. We'll bring back refreshments. There'll be opportunity to share that afterwards in next week's service. And also, there are special events that happen for the young people during the service as well. Yeah, well, thank you all for coming. I'm just going to finish now by closing in prayer, um, and that'll be the end of our service together. Lord Jesus, we just want to thank you that you are such an amazing and powerful king. Lord, thank you that you humbled yourself by leaving your throne and coming to earth to be a human, to serve us by dying so that we could be close to God. Lord, thank you that life and victory over death come through you. 
And Lord, I just pray that you'd help us to think about these things this week as we go about our lives. I pray that we'd each know your love for us, the sacrifice you made for us, Lord. And I just pray for each family here as they head back to school this week or next. Lord, would you be with them and help them to know your presence with them. In Jesus' name, amen.